Hello! Welcome to this day's Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Mariah Elise, and thank you so much for taking time to listen to Testimony Tuesday. Today, for Testimony Tuesday, I am interviewing Kaya, um, Kyla Caudell, and she is from Wa- the state of Washington, just about an hour west of Seattle. She has three sisters, so she has a house full of girls, just like when I was growing up. And she is a student here at SVU, but not for much longer because she does um, graduate in just two weeks. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? So what do you think about that? How do you feel? <laughs> I am ready. Um, I, I have had a great experience here at SVU, um, mm-hmm. great time in college, but I am ready to move on with yes. my life. <laughs> She's like, I'm excited. we're out of here. Good. Oh, uh, well, it's been a pleasure getting to know Kyla because she has done an institute class with me. Um, it has been a beautiful experience. It's been a lot of fun and we have learned a lot this semester. We, She has also inspired me through her testimony about family history and eternal families. I have just been deeply enriched by knowing her and hearing her comments. I didn't know prior to knowing her that I could gain a testimony of something that I hadn't experienced before. You know, when I had originally talked with the missionaries and talked with other people that were members of the same church that I um, associate with, a lot of people would say, well, if you want to gain a testimony of these things, go pray, go seek it out and go um, read your scriptures and ask Heavenly Father to testify that to you. But sometimes Heavenly Father does testify the most important truths through someone else's testimony or through someone else. And sometimes it's not even something that you have to have an experience with for him to testify of the truth of it. And so um, one day she was just talking about um, that families could be together forever. And I just remember feeling the spirit so strong and just knowing that that is true and so, so important. Um. A little bit more about Kyla because she is wonderful and such a beautiful soul. She loves reading, puzzles, and walking. She is a family and human development major with minoring in psychology. She hopes to be a child life specialist and um, she has dreams of working in hospitals and with children to help them find comfort and just a sense of normality in the life that they're living and experiences that they're going through. Um, I just can't believe that she's leaving us. I I hate getting so close to her and so um, just hearing her heart and feeling so close to her. And then she's walking away and moving on for her life. But I'm so excited to see what God has in store for her. Um, so what are your plans after SVU? Yeah. Um, I, so I'm going to go home for Christmas. Um, Good. I'm excited about. Uh, and then right after that, I'm going to be going to Maryland. Um, I'm going to work as a live-in nanny, um, which okay. is a job I've done before. And I absolutely love it. I'm going to be taking care of two little ones, a four-year-old girl and a one-and-a-half-year-old boy. Um the yeah and I'm really excited and then while I'm there I'm going to take the last few classes that I'll need um for or to pursue um a job as a child life specialist there's a few 
specific classes that aren't offered in a lot of schools. So okay. I'll be taking those online. Um, and yeah. Wonderful. Now, how old will be the children that you'll be um, working with as a live-in nanny? Yeah, so the older one, she'll be four years old, and the younger one is a year and a half. Well, that's fun. That'll yeah. be really, really cool. You'll be able to bond with them. when The younger, the easier it is to attach to them, and just they just get so close, and you get to see them grow and see them flourish. So that'll be really exciting. That's yes, awesome. I'm excited for you. So today, our theme is just everything Christmas. And I was decorating for Christmas this past weekend. I cut out paper snowflakes because I'm on a college girl budget and you have to you have to make do with what you have and so I was cutting out the um, paper snowflakes and then I made a little Christmas scroll I'm off to show you pictures of that but I can't not think about Christ when I when I say the word Christmas because he's in that and so I've just been pondering a lot about him and that feeling of excitement in expecting his birth and his return we expect his return but just I try to identify with the feeling of excitement that Mary had when she was expecting her son her very first son and so I'm excited about that but what is your very favorite thing about Jesus Christ yeah I it's a hard thing to pick it Um, is yes I think if I had to narrow it down it would just be the constant friendship and companionship and support he gives me, which maybe that's three things, I don't know. But just, he's like that, you know, that dream best friend, that person yeah. that you can honestly turn to at any point, no matter what. Like, there is nothing that yeah. will stop him from being there for you. There's nothing that he won't understand and won't support you in as you are striving um, to to grow and to to make it through all the things mm-hmm. we face. Um, he's always right there, yeah. and that's what I love about him the most. That's awesome. I love that you said he's our dream best friend because he is. Um, all throughout my life, I've. I've never had a lot of close friends. I've had lots of people that I associate with and um, are kind to, but I've never had lots of close friends. And I've realized as I've gotten older that he's become that for me. And that constant friend who's like not going to bail on you. And he always shows up and he's faithful and he's always kind. But how did you come to that point of knowing that he can be that for you? Yeah, uh... I, so, I've never had a lot of close friends either. Um, There have been multiple points growing up where I had one, maybe two good friends. Mm -hmm. But even then, I am not somebody who is comfortable completely opening up. Mm -hmm. I don't like to burden other people. Um, And so, that's who the Lord was for me was the person I could and it wasn't a burden and I I don't really know when I first realized it but 
I think it started with an informal prayer yeah. when I was younger. Um, some, you know, it was a, a primary lesson, you know, where they had talked about how praying is just talking to God. Um, and so I decided to do that and just talk um, like I was talking to a person, yeah. right? Um, which I hadn't really done before. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I started talking to him and I continued to do that over the years and it became a thing. I would laugh with the Lord. Like yeah. I would say things that are oh, ridiculous I that. and I know that he's <laughs> just right there yeah. and we're having a great time. Yeah. Um, and there are times where I'm crying, yeah. times where I am at a really low point yeah. um, and he is right there, yeah. my shoulder to lean on and everything in between, yeah. he's always there. I love that, that he's so faithful and consistent in your life. I love that so much. I, um, I can't get enough of the faithfulness of God. I, it's hard to gravel or wrap my mind around that concept because grasping the faithfulness of God isn't a concept that my unfaithful self really truly understands. Um, I want to become more like him in that way. Um, and so how have you seen Jesus Christ in your life recently, um, this semester, this year? How have you experienced his love for you and um, felt him? Yeah. Um, one of the biggest things for me, kind of ironically, are the small things. Um, I am somebody who finds Christ in the little things much more than I notice him in big things. Um, for example, just a couple weeks ago, um, now that it's getting dark so early, uh, mm -hmm. I was walking home from an evening institute class, but I had forgotten my flashlight. Um, I had accidentally left it at home. I was rushing out the door because I was running late. Um, and so I was walking home uh, and one of the reasons I love walking so much is because it, it is a time when I tend to just focus on my thoughts. And a lot of times that involves, you know, kind of praying with okay. and um, thinking things through with the Lord. Uh, and so I was kind of doing that while I was walking home and asking to keep me safe and help me see. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I was going and then as I... Uh, was getting close to my house. Um, so there's a fence in the house in front of mine, a tall fence, and so I can't, like, see my yard until I'm, like, right next to, right in front of it. Uh, and so I was walking there, and I could just tell it was really bright. And I was like, what is going on? That's <laughs> like, crazy! That? And I pass the fence, and I look up, and the moon is just <gasps> super bright right above, right the house, above the house, shining so I could see the yard and yeah. everything really clearly there and I was like this is it I can see and the Lord is there um, and it's the little things like that that just I know that the Lord loves me and knows me and is always with me um, 
Oh, I love that so much. That is wonderful and beautiful. I love that you said that it was the little things. That was a new, that's a new revelation for me. Just yesterday, I was praying about that and I felt Heavenly Father telling me, if you are only focused on seeing big miracles in your life, you will miss my fingerprint miracles throughout each and every day that I have laid out for you. And it was cool because once he told me that in the morning yesterday, it changed my whole day. I was wanting to like go and see what he's doing. Like I want to know how he's working. And it was the simplest thing because yesterday, oh, it was Monday and it was the Monday after we had been on break all week. And it literally felt like a sin getting out of bed. It felt like it, it just felt wrong. Everything felt so wrong getting out of bed at seven o'clock for an 8 a.m. And he helped me. He helped me have a positive mind about it. And he helped me literally put my feet on the ground. And then it didn't just stop there. Throughout the rest of the day, there were little miracles like in the afternoon, I had went to, I forget what it's called, but it's it's not our cafe. Our, we have a cafe here on campus, but we also have another little place like that has, place? yeah, and it has like cookies and chips and that okay. kind of stuff. Um, and so, anywho, this little place, I love it when it's open because they typically have cookies and it's really the only thing that's sweet on campus. <laughs> and sometimes, and my baker's heart misses being able to bake on a regular basis since I don't have a kitchen. And so I love to go visit. Yes, most definitely I will. But it's so nice to be able to um, do this because then I can just go grab a cookie and feel like I'm content for the day. Well, I went in the afternoon and there's not any cookies. I But I, I asked them, do you know when they'll be coming next? And they'll say, oh, we think they'll be done in a couple hours. And I came back in a couple hours and it wasn't done. And I remember feeling a little bit discouraged. But then I went back in the evening right before they closed and I still didn't see any in the case, but I said, do you guys really have any yet? And they were like, we just pulled some out of the oven and they hadn't even stocked them yet or anything. And they just pulled out the most beautiful cookies. And, you know, it's just things like that. <laughs> I don't, I can't really, it was what you were saying. It's really the little things. Um, the Lord could have planned that differently. He could have planned that where I could have went to bed with some disappointment that I didn't get a cookie. But he, in his infinite love and grace, just decided to allow it to happen that way. And so it seems like the craziest thing, but it just made me feel so loved that he allowed that to happen. And so I love that you can experience his fingerprint in your life and just all the little details of what he's doing. Um, so what does it mean to you to be a member of his church, of the church of Jesus Christ? I really appreciate that you asked this question, because um, I, I don't really stop and think about it a lot. I grew up in the church, um, I've been a, a lifelong member, um, but as I have, you know, taken a little time to ponder this, to me, being a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is all about my covenant relationship with God. It is about living the life that he has asked me to live. 
um, including, you know, all of the service and all of the community things we do in the church. Yes. As well as all of the very personal things, and you know, keeping my own covenants and um, the, the primary answers, the reading your scriptures, the sure. saying prayers, the building a relationship to God. That's what being a member of the church means to me. That's awesome. I love that so much. Um, it evolves over your lifetime in probably different seasons. You'll feel different ways. And so I'm excited to do this again 30 years from now and hear what you have to say about keeping those covenants and keeping that faithfulness to Jesus Christ. What would What is a piece of advice, and I'm kind of putting her on the spot, so bear with her, but what's a piece of advice you would give to a listener or anybody who wants to develop their relationship with Jesus Christ? I think it's the same advice you have to give to anyone wanting to build a relationship with anyone else. Mm -hmm. Open up. Be vulnerable. He's going to love you and support you in all of it. The things you've done that you're ashamed of, he'll give you grace Mm -hmm. and forgiveness. The things that have happened to you, that have brought you down, he will give you love and comfort and help raise you up. So just open up. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. (laughs) I wish everybody who's listening to our voices could be in this room right now listening to you, Kyla, because I... I know I've mentioned this before to you, but I can't explain the spirit that I feel when I'm around you. It's so close to the spirit that I feel when I'm just in the presence of the Lord. I know that he's, his hand is on your life and I know that he loves you and works through you. And so I thank you for sharing your heart and your love today with us. And, um, so some fun questions. Um, well, they're all fun, but <laughs> this one's a little lighter. Do you have any family um, traditions for the holidays or for Christmas in particular? Yeah, my family, we, we're we a very laid back bunch, but Good. we do love the holidays. Um, we usually uh, spend a night, we go out and look at lights on houses. There's one house in our, um, our area of in particular that does this huge display. They have a big yard, right? Yeah. And they fill it with all kinds of blow-ups. They have a little Christmas movie playing and kids' cars that kids yes. can do a little drive-in. That's um, cool. They have, yeah, they have, like, music synced to the lights show, right, and display. Wow. It's super fun. So we usually visit there. Um, we, my mom, um, and we've helped her, uh, makes these homemade little advent boxes um, so we get, we're doing this, you know, all November, basically, um, where we have just some cardstock paper that we cut out and we fold them origami, right, uh, into these little boxes. And then she fills them with treats and sometimes she'll do like stickers or candy or not candy, but um, she always puts candy in there. Uh, sometimes she'll have like little Christmas quotes, um, things like that, which are a lot of fun. And so every night we get to open one and, you know, it's our little advent. Um, Another awesome tradition I love. So when we were growing up, we had 
my mom's parents lived about three and a half hours away from us. And okay. so um, on Christmas, we would, you know, get up super early, we'd do all our presents, then we'd go to the grandparents' house. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, they've both passed away now. But yeah. one of the things that we always did there is my grandpa had um, a VHS tape oh. of a claymation Christmas. So it was a claymation, yeah. you know, film um, where they just would do all these different Christmas songs, right? There's a little video. They're so silly <laughs> yeah, and super fun. And so that was our Christmas tradition. And um, uh, two years before he passed away, he actually ended up giving us our own copy on DVD of this no video. Way. So we still watch it every year. Oh, I love on that. Christmas. I love that so much. You must miss them terribly. I do. Oh, but I'm so grateful. It is, it's... A moment where they're there with us. Yes. I love it. Yes. And I'm so grateful for the plan of salvation and just eternal Amen. families. It's a real thing. And it's just Amen. a blessing. I love that. Um, so if you have some time real quick, we do this thing um, where it's a word association game. And it's kind of funny. But... I will say a word, and then you'll say the first word that pops into mind when I say that word. Um, it could be um, a date. It could be a name. It could be whatever you have that comes with that. Mm -hmm. And so um, I am just excited to hear what you have. So anywho, um, the first word is faith. Trust. Trust. That's good. What about family? Love. Grace. Mercy. Friends. Happiness. Jesus. It's hard Love. To... Love, yeah. What about church? Faith. Mm -hmm. What about Sunday? Reverence. That's good. That's powerful temple home oh that's so good um wow <laughs> we need a podcast just about what she just said um what about saturdays rest mm -hmm. and what about dessert yum yes <laughs> do you have a favorite dessert uh it depends on my mood honestly i have go for different things at different sure. times um i guess one that's usually pretty up there okay. um is i love macarons the french cookies yes i love those okay wow that's a fancy <laughs> dessert okay good i do not know how to make those those are they're, a little bit more complex yeah. i have never made them before um my mom did it once. They turned out all right, but we had a couple bakeries close by growing up. Sure. They had some good ones. And my mom um, served a mission in Belgium sure. and France. And yes. so she had real, she had know, the real authentic stuff. ones. <laughs> so she knew where to get the good ones. Good. <laughs> and all the good chocolate. That's right. Oh, I would love to try their food. I would love to go. Have you ever been? No, I have. The only time out of the country I've been is Canada because okay. I lived. Canada. Not too far away. Yes, but, that's right. Um, yes. 
but I do. I would love to travel. I'm hoping in the next few years I'll be able to take a big European trip. Yes. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you have any dream places that you want to go see? Oh, for a long time, my dream has been to visit Ireland and Scotland. I love that. Okay. I have a lot of ancestry um, in that area, and I love the mountains. I love okay. the water. Um, I love the cold weather there. Yes, amen. <laughs> <laughs> my kind of area, but there's a lot of places I would like to visit. Though. Yeah, that's awesome. That is so awesome. Well, it's been a joy talking with you today, and I appreciate you sharing your heart and giving people your testimony. Um, I just, I love hearing from you. There's a lot that I need to learn from, from you. And I just want to be more like you because I think you're so much more like the savior. And, um, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate that. And thank you listeners for joining in. We are so grateful for you tuning in and hope that you have felt the spirit and been encouraged today. We hope that you'll join us next Tuesday for Testimony Tuesday. And please reach out to us if you ever need any prayer or want to connect more um, with our church and the missionaries. Um, Have a fabulous Tuesday. Thanks. Bye.